Good morning, Evergreen family. I'm so thankful to be sharing God's word with us this morning. We are continuing in our series, Hidden, through the book of Esther. Even though this book never mentions the name of God, we still see God's providence and sovereignty woven through the chapters. Just as we feel that God may be hidden from us during this time of pandemic and challenges in our nation, personal challenges, may we also see God's movement in our lives. Today, we will focus on the character of Xerxes. Because he's such a main character in our story and appears throughout the whole book, I found it difficult to use specific scripture references. So if you haven't already, I highly suggest that you read the book of Esther in one sitting. To review, this book starts with Xerxes showing off his power and wealth with a huge party lasting six months. When he summons his wife to show her off, she refuses. He strips her of her title and the search begins for a new queen. Through God's providence, he chooses Esther to be his queen. Mordecai, Esther's cousin, spends his days near the king's gate and overhears a plot to assassinate Xerxes. Xerxes is saved before an attempt is made. Haman, boo, is raised to power and angry that Mordecai won't bow down to him. He decides to not only kill Mordecai, but the entire Jewish population in the kingdom. Mordecai begs Esther to plead with the king on the Jews' behalf. Haman receives his due when the king discovers Mordecai was never recognized for his good deed, Xerxes honors Mordecai, and Esther reveals Haman's plan to annihilate the Jews. The Jews are given the freedom to defend themselves and are rescued from death. To get us in the mood for this kind of king, I want to share a clip of what I imagine Xerxes would be like as a cartoon. He actually shares a lot of qualities with King John of England. They are both the younger brother on the throne. They're both power hungry and cruel, just to name a few. Here is Disney's depiction of John from Robin Hood. Taxes, beautiful, lovely taxes. Ah, sire, you have an absolute skill for encouraging contributions from the poor. <laughs> to coin a phrase, my dear counselor, rob the poor to feed the rich. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Tell me, uh, what is the next stop, uh, Sir Hills? Um, let me see. Uh, I, oh, yes, the next stop is Nottingham, sire. Oh, the richest plum of them all. Notting. <laughs> um. A perfect fit, sire. Most becoming. You look real, dignified, sincere, masterful, noble, shivalrous. Uh, uh, don't, don't overdo it, yes. There, that, I believe, does it. <laughs> This crown gives me a feeling of power! Power! Forgive me a cruel chuckle. <laughs> power. Mm. And how well King Richard's crown sits on your noble brow. Doesn't it? Xerxes was the king of Persia, but not necessarily a good one. He had a huge kingdom with 147 provinces. He was known for his ruthless 
ruling, undoing the more fair ruling of his father before him. He was greedy and his business dealings were shady. According to an article by Cher Lee Tan, Xerxes strayed from his predecessor Cyrus's liberal form of management. He was cruel and corrupt, hoarding gold supplies and not distributing them to the people. Xerxes also practiced Zoroastrianism, an ancient religion in Iran, and became very intolerant of other religions, such as that of the Jews. When you see someone whose character is so far from God's, how can you possibly find God's presence hidden in his story? God often hides in coincidences. Xerxes was unable to sleep and asked that the record of his reign be read to him. He had already been king for 12 years, but the part that happened to be read to him was Mordecai's good deed in revealing an assassination attempt on the king. The next day just happened to be when Haman was going to try to convince the king to hang Mordecai. The coincidence of Xerxes being unable to sleep led to him to discover Mordecai's good deed had not ever been recognized. If Haman had come before Xerxes' insomnia, Mordecai may have already been disposed of. When Vashti was banished, thousands of women were brought to the palace as the potential new queen. The text tells us that from the very beginning, Esther catches the eye of the head eunuch who fast tracks her into the process. Esther is chosen as queen over all the other women. Esther's coincidence of being chosen to be the queen meant that God put her in the palace for such a time as this. If she hadn't been the queen, she wouldn't have had access to the king and the ability to save her people. We often can find God in the coincidences of our own lives. Have you ever experienced something or felt something happen where it all just fell into place or you were at the right place at the right time? Well, eight years ago at this time, our family was going through a lot. I was seven months pregnant with our twins who were due in June and we needed to move out of our 800 square foot apartment. We decided it was time to try and buy our first home. Our realtor actually laughed at us when we told her where we wanted to buy and for how much. And then when we said we wanted to move in the next few months, she laughed again. <laughs> We knew people who had been looking for a house for many, many months and had disappointment after disappointment. But in one month, we found the house we wanted for the price we wanted in the location that we wanted and were chosen for escrow despite other higher offers. We closed escrow on April 1st, just one week before our babies were born prematurely. When we were finally able to bring them home from the hospital, we were all settled into our new house with the space that we needed to care for them. God actually did a lot more hidden and not so hidden things during those months that still amaze me today. We miss God's presence when we credit everything to coincidence. I'm sure each of us have countless experiences where everything just worked out. I challenge us 
to look at those experiences again. Where was God hiding? How was he moving and providing for you, even when you didn't realize it? I'm not trying to say that coincidences never happen, but I think God deserves a lot more credit for things than we often give him. He might seem hidden because we forget to look for him. God often hides in our difficult circumstances. When you look at the Jews in the book of Esther, you see their lives are full of hardship. They are in exile, living in a foreign land, possibly scattered from their loved ones. They have a king who is not understanding of their traditions. They receive official word from that king that they will be murdered on a specific day in the near future. They may have a glimmer of hope in Esther, Queen Esther. Esther requests that they fast before she attempts to see the king. They have no idea what will happen though. Will Esther be killed for her attempt to see the king herself, uninvited? Will the king reverse his decree? Will God rescue them and spare their lives as he always has? Or will this truly be the end? We actually don't know what terms the Jews were on with God at that moment. They had had many, many ups and downs where they had great faith and saw great miracles. And then when they doubted and worshiped other gods instead and everything in between. We know that they were wearing sackcloth after King Xerxes' decree, which was a sign of humility and mourning. And they were willing to fast as Esther prepared to approach the king. But we don't know if God acted on their behalf because of their great faith. What we do know is that despite the deep anguish and pain of their pending death, God was still working he didn't keep Haman and Xerxes from making the decree, but he had a plan and was working behind the scenes. Esther had become queen five years before. If she had just become queen, we can guess that she may not have found favor with the king when she approached him. Sometimes we find ourselves in moments of suffering or pain. We don't have the ability to see God working God seems hidden, silent, like he's left us alone in our experience. Even when we don't have the faith to believe at that time, God is still working on our behalf. He loves us and is faithful despite how little faith we may have. What do you feel is too big for God? I invite you to look for ways that God may be working behind the scenes to give you comfort, to give you hope, and a feeling of his presence.